0: movie sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them but it's more than just a podcast it's an also an online presence if you want to know more about movie sucktastic or want to become a part of movie sucktastic you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter at movie sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Chips. Yeah, and I brought some dip.
0: Hello,
2: hello, hello.
0: Hello, welcome, one and all, to yet another episode of
2: Movie Suntastic. That's right. We are we're doing it live. Doing it live. And I apologize in advance for everyone because I am not feeling well, but for the sake of the show, I figured. We got to do it. We got to do it, you know.
0: Got to be done. The man got to do what the man got to do. No, I
2: I feel so bad.
0: (laughs) You're looking fine, sir. You're looking fine.
2: Oh, thank you. Looks don't mean shit. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. I lost
2: the video on my side. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Anyway.
0: Doing good. We're good. I'm watching this live. We're fine. Yeah? Okay. Yep, I'm bigger than you. I'm huge. Huge. I'm a bit grainy though. I may have to zoom out a bit and just to. uh I may be too huge for the screen. Oh. It's
2: probably not the first time you've heard that before.
0: Oh, I heard it a lot. Bring in the doubles. That's too <laughs> huge. A little sorry a... sorry I'm
2: playing with the controls here a little bit, but
0: Oh don't apologize, goddammit. Talk. Don't apologize. Talk. 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 So, so, so welcome to Movie Sucktastic number... 65. 65, I knew that. Yep. Uh, coming up, we're going to be reviewing the classic 80s sci-fi low-budget extravaganza titled Circuitry Man, mm-hmm. uh, right after we do our top 10 list, which is the norm. And That's i got to right. stop swiveling back and forth like I'm, I'm like bored in class here since we're on video now. <laughs> <laughs> um uh. And we're going to do the top ten list, and uh, it's going to be a regular size episode. We're not going two and a half hours this time.
2: Yeah, we're going to – and <clears throat> I think we can breeze through the top ten, uh, and I think we can do a pretty decent review of Circuitry Man, and I can give you your movie challenge.
0: Oh, which I can't wait.
2: Yeah. All right. So um, I guess we'll go ahead and – oh, God. <laughs> yeah. What? What? <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm dying. (laughs) Uh, Let's go ahead and do do our theme music for the top Uh, (laughs) ten. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. What I'd like to do is I'd like to pop up the the top 10 put that up on the screen for everybody to see. Our top 10 for the weekend of It's going to be
0: uh yes. Let's yes. see.
2: Hold on. Come on. I, I got it here. Come on. for March our listening audience through the 11th. For
0: 9th through the 11th. Now that we have an audio and a video audience, we need to cater to both, sir, which means there can be no dead air, unlike our Oscar episode which I was forced to listen to. Which was, a, you
2: know what? I edited that fucking thing, and I think I came out all right at the end. And there was there still, wasn't a lot of dead air, a lot less than you would think.
0: In the first fifteen minutes, there's a lot. Of, first half hour, there's like a lot of dead air.
2: Well, yeah, there is. Not blaming you. You should have heard it before it was edited. How I'm about sure, that? I, I maybe that's why I'm biased a little. I, I should because before it was edited, it sounded a lot worse.
0: I I I, sh- I shouldn't have heard any of it to be honest. But but enough, enough uh, reminiscing. To the top ten list, you said the weekend of the 9th? Uh,
2: yes, the 9th through the 11th. March 9th, right. 10th, and the 11th.
0: Okay. All and right. And, and, <sighs> Sorry. And I, w- I, I, would take the, uh, I would take the list down off the video every uh, 30 seconds or so, so we don't just have a static picture for the whole time. My recommendation. Okay. If
2: possible. I'll put you back uh, on if you want. So, so sir, mm. start off. Starting off is the number 10 film, which is Journey 2, The Mysterious Island, with 3.6 million this or last weekend.
0: Now, that's that's a tour movie, right? That's Journey?
2: Yeah, the, it's, it's a sequel to Center of the Earth, whatever. It's, uh... Here, let me do this. Do, do, do. What are you doing? I'm, Come on. I'm giving everybody a
0: little better look. Yeah, but
2: our audio audience
0: is now twiddling their
2: thumbs. Yes, it's fine. Don't worry My about God, it. My God, sir! All right, it's made ninety million so far. Right. You know what? You're right. Sorry about that.
0: Ninety million. <sighs> yes. No plans. No plans on seeing that.
2: No. No zero.
0: Right. Number number
2: nine. How's that? Is that better?
0: That's that's beautiful. I'll just I'll just entertain everybody. Okay. All right.
2: The the number nine film is This Means War, which is the uh, the spy film Valentine's Day spy film that they came out with, mm-hmm. with uh, Tom Hardy and Chris Pine and Reese Witherspoon. <coughs> between this between this and the Twilight movies, love means
0: uh, wanting to kill your 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 uh, your uh, significant other. Correct. Because Correct. because spousal abuse is fun and romantic.
2: That's right. Number eight. Uh, number eight is the vow. Uh, with also 3.8 million. Um, again, no desire to see this. This is just another one of those, like you said, I think a couple of weeks ago, you had already seen it. It was called 51st Dates. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, moving on is the number seven film, and that's Safe House with Denzel Washington. And uh, what's his face? Hold on.
0: Put my, put my video up. I'm going to do the Denzel Washington. Okay. Put my video up. You ready to get, get the over the shoulder? Dead on, sir. My de- that's my Denzel.
2: <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on me. And now my feet are stuck. All right, next. Next. Ow. Yeah. All right, next what is the. Uh, what is next? Uh, the Eddie Murphy film, A Thousand Words. <laughs> now, this is new this weekend with uh-huh. 6.1 million. And uh, to be honest, that's not a very good opening weekend. Um. This is the one where he uh, only has a 1,000 words before he dies. Is that right. the main plot? Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, okay. now, ironically, uh, I, I can predict now the reviews for this, if I, I have, which I haven't read. At least one of them is going to have uh, oh, I can sum it up in one word. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not a word we can print.
2: Oh, sorry. Wow. Shit.
0: Seriously. Well, yeah, possibly.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on is the number five film, Silent House.
0: It's equal to Silent Hill. Is it really? Yep.
2: No. no. Okay. Because th- from what I've seen, trailer wise, it's uh, it just looks like another found footage film. Mm-hmm. At least I think that's what it is.
0: Used to it. They're cheap to make and they don't lose money. Get it's, used to it.
2: Well, it's it's opening weekend six point six million. So that's to me, that's I don't know what it cost, mm-hmm. but I think they were hoping for a little bit better. Right. All right. <clears throat> the number four film is Act of Valor with six point nine million. Uh, where they take active Navy SEALs, they throw them in a movie. You said last week, and you're right; it's just propaganda.
0: It's a two-hour be-all you can be commercial.
2: That's it. That's, that's it. all it is. So,
0: not not to besmirch the the good name of, of uh, men and women serving in combat, but it's a self-grand aggrandizing uh, pro-war, pro-military operation uh, propaganda reel. Right. So right. that's that's all that is.
2: Uh, number two, number three. I'm sorry, is Project X with 11.1 million. Um, which is my
0: which is my favorite Matthew Broderick
2: film of all time with the monkeys? It's excellent. Yeah, uh, this is not that movie. No. No, this is not that movie. Aww. This is a a take on the the crazy college party that got caught with somebody's uh, flip cam or uh, you know iPhone, and then it made its way onto the internet. That's the level of film that we're at these days.
0: Flip camera. It's, it's all yeah, shot it's on, just it's someone.
2: Yeah, it's someone just carrying around a camera for through the whole party.
0: I'll tell it's, you, I, tried, I, I was trying to sell that 10 years ago. I, sold, I, I tried to sell the ID to somebody. Right. Say It's a whole film. And, all right, five, seven years ago, I'd say, maybe eight, uh, where, you know, we didn't have smartphones, but we still had the, the camera phone technology. And I was right. like, listen, a whole film that takes place on camera, camera phones. And they're like, oh, you'll never get an audience to watch that. Here it is. There you go. That was proven is. right. Thank you. I was right yeah. again. Ahead of the curve – Again, thank you
2: <laughs> uh, and uh you know ten years ago, I would have seen this film, and it probably would make its way onto my DVD wall, but not anymore so
0: this this uh this 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 chart put me to sleep put put, put put
2: all right the number two film yes uh for this weekend is John Carter of Mars or John Carter in its opening weekend yes, thirty million
0: in its opening weekend it came in second
2: in its opening weekend it came in second to a Huge film. Job. Which is the number one film? Which is Doctor Seuss's The Lorax, which has been out. I think this is its third week, and mm-hmm. it's made almost forty million. and made thirty-eight. Now, you called it. I called it. I think just about everybody, but Disney called it.
0: No, I think they called it too. That's why they released it now and not in the summer.
2: Well, I, th- I think if they could have gotten a summer release, it might have fared a little better.
0: No, no, I disagree totally. I, I think just think realized... no. I
2: think I think the summer's booked. I don't think there I... was any room for it.
0: But but if, if if it could have done well in the summer, they would have made room. I I not have. I don't st-
2: know. I don't I'm
0: know. telling you, I think I think they saw this. I think the test tests came back. I think they realized they made a mistake, and they, they said, okay, we'll we'll break even on foreign sales and DVDs and stuff. But let's not let's not take up time in, during the blockbuster summer schedule right. for what we know is a flop. Get it out in there in the spring. So I, I think I think they uh, killed this one. It was a mercy killing. They knew it was going to die, so they put it somewhere where it could die a slow death and not look like a big mistake.
2: Yeah. And you're right. Which with is, the foreign market, it will make back its money. And it's rumored in the range of costing around $300 million.
0: And just like Avatar did before it came out, because uh, remember, before Avatar came out, they were hedging their bets like, oh, no. no, they're exaggerating when they talk about the budget. It's nowhere near that. We deny all that. And right. then once it's open, it hit and it did Blockbuster. Yeah, we spent, half a, we spent half a billion dollars on that. We admit it. Yeah, yeah, we do it again.
2: Yeah, and, <laughs> they, like, and they will
0: because they just don't want it to be perceived as a loss. So that's what they're doing. That's right. why they've been that's why they've been coming out so strongly against the rumors of the $300 million budget on John Carter because they knew it was going to flop and they didn't want it to look like they, they dumped all this cash into a huge a huge huge uh, piece of avatar.
2: Yeah. Well, eventually they're going to have to release um, they're going to have to release its budget. And it ain't going to be pretty. I've got right several
0: now. people on our Movie Selectastic chat room telling us to please, please, for the love of God, take the chart down so they can see our pretty, pretty faces. Okay. <laughs> or at yeah, least I'm put it on. At least put it up to the
2: side so we can we can look at you while we're talking. Well, we're done. No, no, no. and we can do both of All us. All right. All right. Is everybody happy now?
0: I, is everybody happy? All I'm
2: right. Happy. All right. Good. Anyway. 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 Uh, Going up and down the list, which I've now lost <laughs> for the finger list. Number one. Number we well,
0: we number one. The Lorax. I already said it. Yeah, but we didn't talk about it.
2: All right, the Lorax. I have nothing to say. I got nothing to say either. Yeah. It's made 121 million so far. Did you
0: see the big to it's do, do about it? Doing
2: very well. Now, here's what I like about the. Here's what I love about the Lorax. The What's Lorax that?
0: comes out, and it's obviously it's a pro environment movie. <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's so the Repu- whole point. So, so
0: your, your, your right-wing commentators come out and say, oh, this is Hollywood attacking. And this is after the whole Muppet movie thing uh, where they complained that it was uh, painting oil company people as bad, evil people, which right. they are. Well, uh, yeah. And I don't know why we're still debating. It's like when you hear – like, uh, the, it's like when the Vietnam War comes up. It's like, oh, he said the Vietnam War was a bad thing. So I thought we agreed upon that now. I thought <laughs> we were all in agreement upon that. After BP and all that, I thought we were all in agreement that oil companies are fucking evil. Yeah, I mean, and, they're, they're a necessity, and we can't do a thing about it, but can we at least agree they're evil?
2: And considering that uh, we might hit $4 a gallon this summer, and it's already been confirmed that uh, tourist areas such as uh, Disneyland, Disney World, uh, places of that nature, $5 gas is probably going to happen. Yeah. Just because it's a tourist area. Right. So, yes, oil companies, evil.
0: So, the right... Complaining about the Lorax, but oh, they're indoctrinating our children with. The, this is the, this is the important part. They're mm-hmm. saying they're indoctrinating our children by putting this environmentalist message on uh, on a kids' cartoon. And then in the news, if you if you look carefully, some people were complaining because uh, the makers of the Lorax, with their cross promotion, mm-hmm. had uh, I forget what brand it was SUV dealerships, company mm-hmm. they were advertising SUVs with the Lorax. Going to schools and having kids look at the SUV painted with the Lorax on the side and, and trying to convince their parents to go and test drive the SUVs. <laughs> so they're using Dr. Seuss's Lorax environmentalist story in a movie form to sell SUVs. I rest my case. There you go. <laughs> That's, there's nothing to say. That's it.
2: Wow. Here, come take a look at this vehicle that gets roughly... Eight miles to the gallon, depending on what it is. If it's a Hummer, it's probably you know twelve.
0: Tell your parents to (coughs) buy it. And by the way, the movie's evil because it's portraying oil people in a bad light.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Obviously, a left-wing conspiracy.
2: Ah. All right, let's go ahead and do the finger list. Ah! Now, reading from the bottom up, like we always do, the number ten film is *Journey 2*. This means war. *The Vow*. Safe House, A Thousand Words, Silent House, Act of Valor, Project X, John Carter, and Dr. Seuss's The Lorax.
0: Yes, yes. See, now when, yeah. you, when, you, when you run down the list, then you can throw it back up real quick. But don't worry about that.
2: I'm not. This is me not caring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. All right. You know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but again, you know, well, I don't want to. Yeah. S- I don't just don't want to come out and say the vow, but I, you know, I look at the list. There's really, I, I would see anything else other than the vow. <laughs> I just, I would <laughs> fuck that fucking movie. It can go fuck itself.
0: Now, I, if I remember correctly, last last episode I chose uh, Val, acts of valor. Yes, you did. Yeah, and and I think this week I'm going to lean towards the vow. Just so I don't repeat myself. All right. Because it's, it's really it's really a toss of the coin on which one's gonna be the most excruciating to sit through and so I'll 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 double up with you on the vow on this one. Okay. Good. We, we, could, we can do we can do a pinky swear and cut the pinkies off. I'm not I'm not seeing the vow.
2: Sounds good to me. There you go. All right. Um let's go ahead. <coughs> God. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh let's go ahead and take a break and when we come back we'll talk about circuitry oh, man.
0: Hang on, hang on. I got to stop. Stop the show. What? How long did we take us to go through the top 10 list? Uh
2: Well, I see what? total time is 17 minutes.
0: We we did that in under 15 minutes, didn't we?
2: Yeah.
0: That is a movie sarcastic, first sir. You should we, be
2: sick more often. We're on a roll. We've done it once before. I think we last week's uh we went on like a 15 minute tangent um I don't remember what movie. It might have been Act of Valor, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, we didn't go on a tangent this week. No. Oh, and I forgot to mention my sister-in-law's tattoo shop.
0: Oh, uh, by, by all means, sir, plug away. Okay.
2: Now I haven't been cleared. Um, I haven't been cleared to give the address yet because they're they just passed their health inspection, which is important for opening a business. It allows you to uh, allow patrons into your establishment. So, from what I understand, they're opening soon, but it's called The Rabbit's Den. It's in Milltown, New Jersey. And uh, two, of the more, two of the most talented tattoo artists you're ever going to see uh, just have just opened their own shop. So, mm-hmm. if you guys are interested out there, I highly recommend them. It's uh, Tom and Jane Carroll. Uh, it's called the rabbit's den and it's in milltown new jersey so if you're ever in the new jersey area i highly recommend making a trip if you're interested in a tattoo uh, and or or body piercing they they they're, they're going to do that too
0: and it still stands anyone who gets a movie sarcastic tattoo becomes an instant co-host of the show
2: yes and now is that a one episode co-host of the show no oh, that's, that's
0: that's we're talking permanent ink if permanent it's, if it's if it's ink it's, a, it's permanent, so I'm saying anything over a square inch that's that you can that we can look at and say yes, that's movie sucktastic, even if it's like like one of our faces tattooed there right. and that's for life that's whatever you want to come in on a show. just let us know you're there you're you're are well, you're you are you are in the advertising, you're a part of the show got it i th- I right. think that I think that's worth
2: it <laughs> uh I don't think there will be a discount for mentioning movie sucktastic no someone posted that uh they got they gotta eat too, you know. And it's a brand new business, so
0: I, I do think yeah. though, we, we should get a we should get a commission for referrals at least
2: uh, that, I, that, I don't that, that could be I don't I, no I would never take I would never do that I mean I would never
0: I, I, I expect a brief, I, I expect a small discount on my tattoo that's all I'm going to say.
2: Oh <laughs> we'll see
0: as long not as my, it's not
2: people. my business, it's up to them.
0: How about this? If you go there and you get a tattoo and tell the Movie Sucktastic sent us, they'll give you a free Movie Sucktastic tattoo. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) We'll work the details out later.
2: Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break. Yes, let's. And when we come back, we'll do Circuitry Man. And we'll do the trailer.
0: Yeah. Circuitry Man. All right. Coming at you. All right. Let's take a break. Yes. Are you home alone tonight? Got no one to cuddle? Urging, urging for some connection. Don't worry, Daddy ain't gonna hurt you. Just tune in Movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908-514-4470 and tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We like it that way.
2: Did you know that you can listen to Movie Sucktastic all over the internet in places like iTunes, PodFeed, Podcast Pickle, Podcast Pup, the Zune Marketplace, and more? And you can listen to us at our very own website at moviesucktastic.com. We want you to be a part of the show, so let us know where you're listening from. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com or call our hotline and leave us a message at 908-514-4470. So come on and be a part of the movement that is movie sarcastic. Find out what all the suck is about. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs>
0: For those of you tuning in, I'm in 3D. You're pixelated enough.
2: Uh, yes, I am pixelated. <laughs> Much better than the old webcam, though. Oh, yeah, you kidding? Like a new one, yeah. Well, I still think we need to tweak this webcam just a just a hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm you working on it.
2: Because the video uh, on my end is very good, and I know you have the same cam, so I know we can tweak it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll tweak
2: it. Anyway,
0: yes, I will juggle during the breaks. We need some activity on the
2: on the on the uh, screen while we're when, well.
0: When we... I'm
2: I'm I'm in the middle of putting together like video montages, like like getting like the clean version of Video Armageddon and things like that, and playing mm-hmm. that during breaks. You know. Or well, still like simple things like that.
0: We're still cobbling together the new movie Sucktastic. we're we're in a, we're in an exploratory process right now. so those tuning in and watching the video, we are catering more towards you and we are uh, catering the show towards video as well as audio, but we don't have everything set up for a hundred percent video show yet exactly. So we're kind of like we're right now we're in the um, the Howard Stern, not Howard Stern, who am I thinking of? Uh, who's the other annoying radio show guy? What I miss. I missed Yeah, we're in the I'mus stage. <laughs> we're basically, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna be on video, but it's just gonna be me talking with a cowboy hat and an oxygen tube. That's that's all we're gonna have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and, about and right. It, and occasionally I'll say something racist.
2: Yeah. Well, hey.
0: Well, pro- probably not. But you know, that's you won't get
2: fired thing. for it here, though.
0: No, I won't because I'm not being paid.
2: That's right. <laughs>
0: and apparently, I'm not getting commissioned for tattoos either.
2: Yeah, probably not. Yeah. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. in your own tattoo shop. <laughs> I just fight okay. Yeah, you pay. Hey. What I'd like to go do is play um I'd like to go play you going to uh, go play the, it the trailer.
0: You're going to go play it or you're just going to play it? I'm going to just
2: I'm going to play the trailer.
0: No, you're not going anywhere. So you're not going to go play it.
2: No, I'm not going
0: to go anywhere. You're right. Just going to play it.
2: I'm just going to play it.
0: By the way, the, I love the rock and roll poster. It looks perfect there, sir. You dig it? Yeah, that 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 one spot it's perfect.
2: See, I had if you can see I had uh the old like uh Memorex ad. That that's like a real picture that Memorex ended up using for their uh for their advertising. That was there but there was a whole chunk underneath that was just missing and it looked weird. So I actually needed a movie theater sized poster.
0: Yeah, no, and Rock and Roll is uh Rock and Roll is uh yeah, it's a, it's a subpar movie, but you know, it's
2: something that fills the hole you can eat my anus how's that
0: i i know i know sir (laughs) speaking of eating anuses Uh uh-oh i'll cover that later
2: oh okay
0: that's a tease for the end of the show
2: let's go ahead and uh let's go and play this trailer circuitry man
1: so keep quiet what in the future the war on pollution will be lost and civilization will move underground A world where the last frontier is the human mind. A world where sex and drugs are computerized pleasures. (laughs) This shit is pure. They'll bring you a fortune in New York. Here, on a desperate flight for freedom, she must escape. He's full biosynthetic. One of the last. An enemy who is no longer human. And seek help from a man who is more than a man. I need to get to New York. You know how to run the maze. It is a race against time. Against the guardians of the underworld. So I want to ride out of here. No room for passengers against the ravagers of the deserts. Get them! Against the one man who cannot be stopped. <laughs> but must be destroyed. Edrus. It's not the chips that I want. It's always been you. Circuitry man All right,
2: so that was uh circuitry man that was a trailer for that and Yeah, let me put you back on camera. All right, so that was uh, 1990 a little little low-budget film back from 1990 and You know and I gotta be honest. I know you challenges to me and I'm and like you said, when I challenged uh, <clears throat> Highway to Hell to you, I'm so happy you did that, because I still really like this movie, even all these years later.
0: Again, just because you like it doesn't mean it's a good film. Well, so yeah. I'm I'm willing to take a hit on it as far as saying I enjoyed it too. So it's not a what you'd call a good movie, but I I, I still had I had fun like looking back at this.
2: Oh yeah, really did. I, I really did. I loved it. So. Uh, the basic plot of this is—it's the future. It's post-apocalyptic future.
0: Well, not post-apo. It's not apocalypse. It's just well, uh, they post-
2: destroyed the the atmosphere, ozone, uh, the or the ozone. Yeah. And you can't breathe up top, so everything is below. Um, everything is the digital age, you know. Uh,
0: the the '80s version of future technology.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what you know, you know what's funny real quick. Uh, Plughead is the name of the, the main villain. He's got like a parallel cable right in the middle of his forehead. And I just find that funny because they haven't used parallel cables in like 20 years.
0: <laughs> well, when you're going to put, put sockets in your head, you want to make sure you can backdate to the older
2: stuff as well. That's right. You know, just in case you, know? you come across, you know, like a serial, serial <laughs> connection. Right. So, but uh, back to the storyline. Uh, what happens is uh, Juice which is um uh backtrack even before that.
0: Well, I mean, the main character of the story is of course the uh girl.
2: Yes, the heroine. The heroine or the not the she's not a heroine, she's uh an anti-hero kind of.
0: She yeah, Laurie played yeah. by Dana Wheeler Nicholson. Right. Right. And uh, uh Now what actually, else has Dana Wheeler Nicholson been in? Sir?
2: She's actually been in a a few other things. Right? Um My-
0: my favorite, however, is her playing the laudanum laced uh, wife of Wyatt Earp in Tombstone. Tombstone. It's a shot at Kurt Russell.
2: Bam! Yep. As a matter of fact, you know what? Last night I was just sitting on a couch, and uh, I was just watching TV, and she ended up in a film much like many years later, mm-hmm. and she still looked good. She was probably in her in her early forties, and she still looked really good. Right. Um, I wondered what she looks like now, to be honest.
0: Now, so she she's playing a bodyguard, mm-hmm. which has got to be the worst casting decision ever. Uh, yeah, uh, because she's a scrawny, modely looking girl. Uh, she plays. She's playing a, a professional bodyguard who has retired to become a clothing designer. <laughs> so, <laughs> at, the, at the opening, we have um, a bunch of other bodyguards come or goons come to her bedroom. While she's tied to the bed, right, and 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 they slice open, her, they slice apart her clothing in like the most bizarre episode of Project Runway I've ever seen. Yeah, and uh, they they tell her that she's um, wanted back on the bodyguard scene. Right, and and the funniest thing about her playing a bodyguard is that not only does she not guard anybody very well in, in the show, I mean she's co- <laughs> in, the, in the film she's constantly saved. Uh, mm-hmm. When she comes up against people, they they beat her except for the one bar fight we don't see. And the and plughead throughout the film refers to her as the muscle bitch. Yeah. And and when she takes off her shirt or whatever, and you have like the long skinny arms, it's oh no, I can see why you call her that because
2: yeah.
0: because she's obviously
2: yeah <laughs> she's supposed to be tough. Ah. Uh, but she she's really, she's she's no
0: Vi Warshawski.
2: Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, the the movie that I actually saw her in was What's the Worst That Could Happen, and that's with. Danny DeVito and, um, what the fuck's his name? I vaguely remember that title. <coughs> uh, it was Danny DeVito and Martin Lawrence. She had a very bit part as like a gallery owner where okay. Martin Lawrence goes in and he tells her that one of the paintings is a complete fake. And that was, that was it. That was her entire part.
0: I vaguely remember that, t- that film. And that was,
2: uh, 12 years ago, th- 11 yeah. years ago.
0: Yeah. I, I remember that it came and went and did, did nothing. Oh. Yeah. 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 And so, she, and so, Juice, of course, is played by the heavyset, uh, ugly woman that plays a heavy set ugly woman in every film she's in.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: And uh, and and during what? this, what? No, no. Go ahead. Well, and then so she's brought to bodyguard the uh, the heavy, ugly woman. What's her name?
2: Lou Leonard. Lou Leonard, who passed yeah. away at the age of seventy-seven in two thousand and four.
0: Didn't look like a day over fifty, in the film. And and she's supposed to bodyguard her because she's selling what I am assuming is drugs in the form of microchips. Right. They don't really go into detail. They just show plug put one in his head and go.
2: <gasps> oh, this is, shit's pure. Shit's
0: pure. <laughs> and it's, it's their seed chip, so it's a big drug transaction. But in these the Cybertronic world right. of uh, of uh, microchip pharmaceuticals, and it goes wrong because the feds intervene and the muscle bitch ends up running off with the, the synthetic gigolo yep. that Juice uses as a runner because he knows how to drive the maze, which is the series of parking, underground parking lots that apparently crisscross the entire nation now.
2: E- correct. There, there's a couple of plot holes in there. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, you're not going to get parking garages connecting for throughout the entire country.
0: Well, and if you are... And that this happens after the world ends up moving underground because the ozone layer disappears uh-huh. i would as, I would assume that the, that that much vehicles mm-hmm. would mean there were a lot of buildings and stuff, and apparently when they moved underground, they disassembled all the buildings and took them with them yeah. <laughs> because all the outside shots are just pure desert wasteland yeah. yeah basically basically they decided okay, we need to shoot this entire film, but all we have is a stretch of desert and a parking garage to shoot in. <laughs> and so they and so they True. wrap 2 thirds of the film around a parking garage and desert.
2: So the the meeting uh goes awry because um it turns this, out that it's a, a, a drug bust.
0: Right, the guy from the uh, the creepy guy from
2: Cheers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not, <clears throat> not not one of the main creepy guys, one of the sidekick creepy guys.
2: Yes, right. Yeah. He um when well, they do the
0: Baza- bonanza theme song, I think if I remember,
2: he correct. makes his presence known in, in the scene that it's a it's a bust, and the whole deal just goes, you know, belly up, yeah.
0: Right, and so then you have Plughead chasing down Muscle Bitch with
2: now now with the uh, the, the synthetic guy, and who, their whole mission at that point is to go to New York to sell the uh, the chips to just make a shitload of money.
0: Now the pleasure the pleasure android, yeah, is is played by um, Jim metzler yep Danner's the name of the character now jim metzler i I, I was recognizing him I'm watching him I know him i can't remember where I saw him I was doing I the did, same thing and, and I figured out where I recognized him from he is the uh he's the guy from l a confidential yep yeah. yep yep <laughs> what's the one I was like that's my favorite role he was ever in he's yeah. the one that's He's the one that when uh, Russell Crowe goes to pick up uh, Kim Basinger, he's the one with the asset. What do you want to do, flat foot? He's <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm dying. And he, he was a senator, too. Yeah, it was. Yes, he was. He was less heroic in, in he, Melee Confidential than he was in Circuitry Man.
2: Yeah, he is also in Circuitry Man, too, but that's another podcast.
0: But, you know, I'm dying to see that
2: know, Well, you know, well, you know this, this. This is another film, and you know what? I could pop the the movie up on the screen if people want to watch it while we talk. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I could do that. Should I do that? Does everyone want to want to do that? You can take me away and
0: put that up. Yeah, while we're talking. All right, let's. I'll go ahead
2: and do that. All right. Is that you or me? What? That's my chair. I need some oh, WD forty okay. on it. Yeah, stop squeaking, sir. Yeah. What are you gonna do? It happens.
0: And now, you now, and speaking of uh, Jim Metzler, there's also there are a lot of stars in this film that I recognized and I went back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, my favorite character is Leech. Yeah, Leech. I mean, they come across this guy that lives in in the, the I love uh, him. He lives in the maze.
2: He's almost like a Gary Oldman type character.
0: He is like a Gary Oldman type character, and he yeah. lives in the maze. And he he eats uh, sewer leeches, and oh, he, that
2: whole scene where he talks about it. Uh-huh. He's talking about if he just ate one without boiling it, he'd get sick, probably puke for a few days. And then she's like, I just don't get what you mean. And then he's just like, I'm tired of eating fucking leeches. And he, and he takes a big, giant bite out of one of them.
0: Um, uh, And so he bribes them into taking him along in exchange for his oxygen, oxy, because yeah. you need oxygen to, to travel up top because we destroyed. I don't know where they're getting the oxygen since they destroyed right. it. All the oxygen. I'm sure. I. I'm not sure on the uh, actual origins of uh, oxygen in, in canned can form. I guess I always assumed they just pumped it into it. I don't know if you can actually create oxygen. You probably can, but um, if, if you're
2: a chemist, I. <laughs>
0: I, I, I hate. I hate. To, I hate to sound stupid when it comes to something as simple as where does canned oxygen come from. But <laughs> I. I just find it curious that they have all this oxygen around that they're bartering for. Yet you know, there's no oxygen upstairs. Right. Right. But but uh, Leech is played by Dennis Christopher yes and, yes, and Dennis is. Christopher I mean I want to go way back Dennis Christopher is one of the four main characters in one of my favorite 70s films can you do you know which one of them talking about
2: no I, I didn't do any homework on him and I'm...
0: he was in a film in 1979 with yeah. Dennis Quaid and Jack Earl Haley
2: oh Bad News Bears no,
0: no, no, not no. no. Wait a minute. This, this Seven, is seventy nine. Seventy nine. Sli- a slightly older Jackie Earl Haley, and oh. Daniel Stern. He rode Shit. a bicycle. He shaved I'm, his legs for this role.
2: I'm drawing a blank.
0: Breaking away.
2: I don't think I've ever seen that.
0: You've never. You've seen I don't breaking think
2: away. I, maybe I. You know, bicycle,
0: they, The kid on the bicycle, and the, the, they're like they're like the Jackie Earl Haley keeps punching. Uh, Punching things. <laughs> this is like a classic '70s film. This is like the big one. This is like everyone. Everyone knows Breaking Away. He played the. He played the kid that was scared his father because he was shaving his legs and wanted to be a
2: professional uh, bike bicyclists. Get the No, I. Yeah. i Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Is that now, where they they end up at the Tour de France at one point? Well, not it, not really the
0: Tour de France, but they end up at. But like, it, at it a, was like
2: a major bike race at one point.
0: Right, and they, they all at the end they all chip in, and he, like at the end like leg legs bleeding and stuff. It's like a really dramatic thing. Okay. Yeah, but now now on a side note though, he's also the sidekick to my favorite, one of my favorite uh, bad movies ever, Jake Speed. Jake Speed. Jake Speed's sidekick. He's the writer, right. and I I, I just had to bring it up because I love Jake Speed and. And every time, you know, I, I didn't recognize him because he really goes into the leech character. But you can, you can hear it in the voice. That, that's, right. who he, that's who he is.
2: Okay. All right. And,
0: and then you had uh, the other girl that ends up, uh, the other bodyguard type hoodlum girl, the niffle that teams up with Plughead. Right. Uh, she, uh, Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo-Yo. Uh, the the <laughs> actress that plays her, uh, Barbara Allen Woods. She didn't really do much. But her biggest claim to fame is she was the mother in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kid TV show.
2: Oh God, that's right. Yeah, and the and the husband in there. Just to go off track a little bit, he's as famous as he's ever gotten was bosom buddies with Tom Hanks.
0: He's the man. I, 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 I that that was the high point. Yeah. How do you, how do you how do you top how, that? Well, I, guess you... Top, I guess Tom Hanks figured out how you top that?
2: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you go on to be a multi Oscar winning actor.
2: He didn't even have. He was, You know what? He was big even before he did Philadelphia. He just was.
0: Yeah, I was
2: thinking (laughs) cast away. So, yeah, basically they end up up top, and it's just this... uh, Cross-country smuggling journey, right? Plughead's chasing them down. They're trying to get to New York first because they got the chips. And, you know, I don't want to say that there's nothing else to say about it, but the the plot is, is very simple.
0: It's it's simple, but there's the, there's you, you have your your basic cyberpunk elements. Yes. these You've got the synthetic uh, pleasure droid, uh, android character who's uh, very romantic, right. and he's got this implanted memory of this girl that's been kidnapped. So that's why he was doing stuff for juice for free. Right. And and so as you're going to you have the whole love triangle because he's pining for this woman that doesn't exist, and the uh, and the muscle bitch is kind of falling for him, uh, which I don't understand.
2: And well, it's like uh, people are, are talking about the opening of the scene, like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> well, what do you think he's doing?
0: I don't I know what he's doing. Now, also, she escapes this whole scene. Uh, she's <clears throat> she's the, the the boyfriend ties her up and then leaves because he's in cahoots with juice. Right. And, and and she's trying to cut herself out because there's a pair of scissors since she's a seamstress or a designer. Right. And for, for someone who's trying to be a professional clothing designer, she does not know how to properly uh, take care of her scissors apparently apparently, uh, seamstresses or clothing designers they, they leave their scissors open on shelves right above their bed now I yeah. would think I would think that's a bad bad place to leave your cutting utensils, that's uh, me
2: yeah, no, that's a real bad place, I mean of course it could fall, it could break or could stab you in the night
0: it worked <laughs> out for her, I'll, I'll give you that yeah you know. and,
2: and this chick here, this one here yo one yo. That d- doesn't like to wear a bra
0: yo-yo, yeah that that's the
2: uh, did she do? It, she must have done soft core stuff.
0: I didn't see any softcore stuff, but she wasn't an episode of um, of um, what do you call it? The the chick the sluts. Uh, Sex in the city. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> that.
2: She wasn't that. Okay. She
0: was. She wasn't one episode. I'm assuming she was a lesbian. <clears throat> I, I don't know
2: why that. I bet a, she she did some some uh, like swimsuit modeling type stuff because she's not wearing a bra in any of these scenes. You know what's great about this movie? You can see is right through. It's so awesome.
0: Well, you can see yeah, you can see the breasts because but when she climbs over the, the breast dangle whatever. It's so Oh yeah,
2: they just, hang pretty low. It's nice.
0: So 80s in the hairstyles in to to a certain extent and in the filming, but at the same time it's also your futuristic film that has 50s <laughs> clothing and hairstyles.
2: Yeah. Well, you got to remember too when they filmed this, it was probably filmed during 1989 because it was released in uh, nineteen ninety.
0: Yeah, it's it's the edge of the eighties. It's, it's yeah. It, so it, oh, and God, weren't the eighties awesome?
2: You know, I'm getting, i really I'm I I really enjoyed growing up in the eighties. I and really I, did. I look back more and more, and the nineties kind of sucked. The nineties really did suck. Seven. Those. Look at that non-bra bra wearing. Easy there, sir. The seventies were were just like dirty. Oh my! And, but, she purposely but, took that jacket off.
0: Yes. But the 80s. <laughs> it, focus sir. Concentrate. Focus. I'm focusing. Focus. The 80s was like this this nice plastic uh um departure from the gritty dirty 70s mm-hmm. and everything was just so so big and bright and cute and and uh entertainment. It was all pop culture. It's like 80s the 80s is pop culture. That's no. it. There's nothing else. There's no other culture in the 80s. No, it's pop. It's, that's it. That's it, and, and it's, it's beautiful, and watching this, is like this is like the tail end of the 80s, and this is what you got out of the 80s. They were doing low budget directed video stuff, but, I mean, you got to admit, it's a fun movie. There's some great lines in it. Oh, yeah. Some really I, good lines. I yeah. mean, the, char- the characters are a bit, you know, cliche, and, and Plughead is right out of the whole cyberpunk era. Oh, John, was oh, that yeah. John uh, Gibson?
2: No. The, um, it was... Um...
0: Author, the author.
2: Oh the author I thought you were talking about yeah. the guy that played plughead.
0: No 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 I'm sorry Gibson the, the Vernon was the uh the guy yeah. that played plughead. Yep, Vernon Wells. Right.
2: Vernon Wells. Who 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 was Wow he was a Road Warrior.
0: Another another 80s film. Oh well, Road Warrior yes but I'm thinking specifically he was the lead Road Warrior bicycle guy
2: in Weird Science. Yes he was. Yes. Yes yes he was which Whoa! I would have challenged you to uh, challenge that to you just because I want to watch it again but it uh, doesn't fit our criteria at all cuz the movie rules.
0: Yes, it does. Uh,
2: yeah, it does. It does. No, it fucking rules. I love that movie. I could I could never challenge that as a bad film. Just, now, oh. Oh, and there was another there was another
0: crossover uh between this film and uh somebody in this film was also in Ghost Dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? And uh I, I forget now. I thought I had it. I thought I had it saved up here, but I don't. Uh, somebody in this was in Ghost Dad. Uh, I think it was the bartender. She <laughs> was one, she, the bartender. Was one of the nurses in Ghost Dad. Get out of here. There's a link, and Metzler was also in 976 Evil. <laughs> How awesome is that?
2: This shit comes full circle, don't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, and I also forgot to mention um, uh, the Muscle Chick. Uh, I, also, you can recognize her. She was the the romantic lead in Fletch. That's right. She was. Right. That Yeah. Yep. That, so the 80s, were really her, the 80s were her high point.
2: You know, there's something about her I like. I mean, she's not... I wouldn't go out of my way to say not, that she's like in, smoking hot, but she's...
0: Not in this character.
2: No, not, but she's, no. But there's something I, about her, uh, like her facial structure, something that I find very attractive. I don't know why.
0: No, I, do. No, I can see that. Just not in this role. Just not in this role. Well, not in this Especially scene. with that
2: hairstyle. How about that? No. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not in this scene. No, but uh, um, and you know, not to give anything away because we don't do that around here. But
0: you don't want to give it anything
2: away. No, because uh, you know, I think people should see this movie. I, I think it's I think it's a fun look back at uh, the late eighties, <laughs> early nineties. For yeah, no, they can't. You're right. You should um, watch
0: this film. Yeah, because, because, ladies and gentlemen, due to my ignorance of doing any research in my in my uh, movie challenges, we are reviewing a film you cannot see. We're reviewing <laughs> a film that's not a, that is not available on DVD. It is not available on any like uh, if you try to download no, it Netflix other some streaming, other way. None of that. Netflix streaming. You can't get it. If you're a pirate, you can't get this goddamn film. We had we 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 almost didn't review this film.
2: That's right. The there's only <laughs> we, one place that you can actually stream this movie. It is streamable in one place, and it's called Crackle. And you can get that from the IMDb page for Circuitry Man. The only problem with the Crackle feed is that they show fucking commercials. So much like you would catch it on TV, you're going to see as many commercials as you would if you watched it on television. And it's really fucking annoying. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I was able to acquire uh, a copy uh, because it did come out on DVD. <coughs> what I have is the it's the Circuitry Man and Circuitry Man two D V D. It's it was like a compilation where it had both movies on one disc. Oh, it actually came out with that? And then it went out of print. It hasn't been it's way out of print. I mean it's selling for like a hundred dollars on Amazon. And, and yeah, this the, is like, this, the same on eBay.
0: This is one of it, those films that you pay big money for just for the VHS tape.
2: Yes, it's being yeah. bootlegged like crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: much like how they live back stuff. in the day was was fetching upwards two hundred dollars for the four dollar DVD that uh, Universal put out because I it once came sold. out. What's that? that? No, say? go
0: ahead. Finish. No, finish. finish. No, I was gonna
2: say, uh, you know, back in the day when it came out. It was like four or five bucks in your bargain bin. And then it went out of print and then was selling for a couple of hundred dollars on eBay. They live. And same thing with this film. That's the way this film is right now. It's being bootlegged all over the internet. You can go to eBay and go buy ripped copies of this.
0: I myself, uh, I once sold a VHS copy of Tim Conway and Don Knotts in The Private Eyes for $65, sir. Wow. <laughs> and that was too much before it came out on DVD. So. I once
2: sold a copy of Unico, uh, which I believe is called Unico, The Last Unicorn. Old oh, yeah. anime film from, uh, I think it was the late 70s, early 80s. I think I sold that for about 90 bucks on eBay to some dude in, um, over in Beverly Hills in California. So I didn't care he could afford it.
0: I, 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 need, I need a VHS copy of Treasure of the Four Crowns if I can find one that's not. Sun Faded, thank you. Uh, yeah. Video store in Quakertown. They got, the they got it for ten dollars. <laughs> they got it for ten dollars. It's ten dollars they're selling it for.
2: I remember seeing like the giant VHS. Uh, this is one of those clamshell box. This is the only way it came.
0: Yeah, it's, it it's a clamshell. It's a big clamshell. It's big and it and opens crowns. like a book. It's right.
2: old. old Universal Pictures. Right, and uh, they got it for VHS. ten dollars. It is for yeah. ten
0: dollars, but it's sun faded as shit. And I asked them once, "Can you knock it down to five Because it's sun faded. They said no. So well, you're not going to sell it. Because I've been coming here for three years, and every year, every year I come here, boom. It's no one's there. gonna buy, yeah. No one's gonna buy this for ten dollars when it's sun faded.
2: Thank yeah, you. Fuck that,
0: bastards, greedy fucks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: sorry. <coughs> anyway, um, circuitry man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it has the trappings of the, of the cyberpunk uh, era, and and really back then no one was really doing cyberpunk right. What year are the Johnny? Right. What year did Johnny Mimonic M- 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 come out?
2: 95, I believe.
0: 95, and even then they were still screwing it up. They've yeah, only no, just I... recently done it right. Yeah. And this is really the low, this low budget film. The writers, directors uh, didn't do anything else, really. It's just this, and Circuitry Man 2. They really have nothing else to their name, and they did, uh, without having seen Circuitry Man 2, they really did a decent uh, version
2: of this. No, I, I, I highly recommend it.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, I'm dying. I'm sorry. Of course, one of my favorite scenes is when they go
2: to the, the Oxy Diner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which and has Wather, become and very popular in this day and age.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. We do have oxygen bars. So that's ironic. Did, they didn't have is. them back then, did they? Were they just starting to have those? That, uh, was, until the 90, that was mid-90s, wasn't it? I'm not sure. I, I think the Oxy bars were mid-90s. I don't think they were in the 80s. I could yeah. be wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it was around the same time as the smart bars.
2: <laughs> same time period. I've never been yeah. to an oxygen bar. Even the last time I went to Vegas, oh. they had them. I just didn't feel like doing it. Because you're not an idiot. <laughs> but,
0: but, I mean, so, I mean so they're kind of ahead of the curve on that. But, the, but that whole scene where they, they lock the, uh, the pleasure droid in the airlock, and she's fighting all the guys, and, and they keep hitting the button on and off. He keeps holding right. his breath. That was, like, yeah. my favorite part of the film.
2: Yeah, I, you know what? That was a fun scene. It you know, was, it's it was a fun it's scene.
0: it's great low budget filmmaking too because he, he hustles them to play pool. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna sink all the balls in one hit, and he does it. And they don't show the, the they don't show you the just, pool table at all. You all these shows, everybody's all they show, Yeah, you just hear it. And you just watch their eyes following the balls. <laughs> it's like classic low budget. Yeah. Like, we, we have no way to do this on our budget. Just trust us. The white ball is hitting all
2: the other balls in. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I have a feeling that there was probably too many clanking noises for balls hitting other balls. It just yeah. seemed like there was too many uh, noises. There wasn't as many balls on the tables uh, as what the sounds that they were uh, putting out were uh, displaying.
0: That scene dragged out way too... It was like a minute and a half of...
2: Ch- yeah. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. It's, yeah, there's far too many balls on that table.
0: They were playing with 37 balls. No wonder no one's winning. <laughs> That's how the guy was cheating.
2: Now, uh,
0: on the same note, yes, when they're in the back of the pick, uh, the the truck, and right. he's, he compliments her on this dress she's dragging to New York with her. Which I don't know how she real, you know, I don't know why she packed this dress with her uh, on a on a uh, desperate, you know, cross country jag to to save her life and do a drug deal. Oh, let me, yeah. let me pack one of my favorite dresses I've never worn before. Right. So he, he talks her into – shoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he talks her into putting it on. He spent this whole thing about putting it on. And then after she puts it on, he's like, oh, it looks great, whatever. And it's they, they do a close-up on her face. Right. They don't show it. You don't get to see yeah. the dress till five minutes later. Yeah. They do this whole build-up for the dress, and then everything else is close, tight-up shots of the face. It's like, I want to see the dress. <laughs> by, by, by the time they show you the dress, you're done with it. I don't want to see the dress now. <laughs> it was like so, all this teasing. And I, I don't know how this works to, on the movie now with the knives come up out of her
2: knees. I don't know how she, she triggered She gro- groined them.
0: Yeah, but I don't know how she triggered that to pop out. And I don't know why that never comes up again.
2: Yeah, you would think that would be a good way to get out of a, yeah, and she's got the, out of a the, predicament. She's got the thigh daggers, and that never comes up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's never in a situation where she she goes, oh let me pull a dagger out of my thigh. It could have been in her belt. Yeah. Garter daggers. That's what you call it, garter. garter daggers. Oh, okay, Very Which popular. is really dangerous if you think about it. I wouldn't strap daggers there. Uh, yeah. No. 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 no I no. mean, there's more going on down there, you know, but yeah. still, it's just it's just not kosher. <laughs>
2: look at Vernon Wells.
0: He's like, God damn it. Oh. <laughs> oh. What was that was uh? Look,
2: Ma, No hands.
0: <laughs> He's trying to. The... <laughs> it was like uh, a head rush when they like, draw. he's like
2: now boss he
0: plugs he plugs, his, he plugs himself into the back of people's heads so he can see here you know feel what right. they feel everything so he plugs himself into the back of the head of one of the of the truck driver and then he has his biker gang that he he uh, takes over
2: drawing a quarter of them
0: and he and he gets up and he's like head rush yeah! head rush
2: yeah. well how about when he plugs into uh uh danner and he's like one plug
0: Just <laughs> proud to plug and yeah. i remember that quote from i Watching this was great. I could have reviewed this without having watched it again. Right. I swear it was that clear in my line, my, my mind. Uh, all of his lines, all of Vernon's lines in this film, Plughead's lines. I mm. knew before he said them. It's like too proud. The plug. It's like I remember that. Yeah. I remember. Uh, Look mom, no hands. The head rush. I remembered all his lines and the big line at the end when they have the big in 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 like welcome to my mind. Right. Have the ultimate bad. Great. But probably one of the best. Like like uh, in. Inside my mind, inside a bad guy's mind, fights ever.
2: Even though well, it was, it looked great. awesome too. The
0: landscape and on a low budget—that was an awesome landscape. Yeah, just, just it, it just showed that they didn't have the money, but they had the right. the vision.
2: Well, his and, line, what was his line? He's like, "You're just like me," and then he was like, "Yeah, just a little bit."
0: Yeah, maybe <laughs> a
2: little. Right.
0: Which is like the end of which happens a lot. The end of Solo. I like remember Solo.
2: Oh. Yeah, with Mario Van Peoples.
0: Mario Van Peoples as <laughs> Solo, the, the the black android.
2: Well, you know, it was funny. The whole time, I'm just thinking, I was like, don't they have a brand of plastic cups named Solo?
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, they do. They
2: do. And I'm just thinking that the whole time, and, they, and I'm like... They make,
0: and they make more money than the film ever did. Yeah, exactly. Does, doesn't he say the exact same thing at the end of Solo? The guy's like, uh, you know, you're just like me. He's like, y- uh. And, 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 I swear it's the exact same line at the end of Solo. He's like, you're just like me if you kill me. He's like, yeah, I am. Crack. <laughs> and he breaks his spine over his over I'm his not head. sure.
2: I don't I, really remember. I, I haven't almost, seen it in years. I could almost swear it's the exact same line at the end. I'm about to do my research on that. I'm pretty sure that Mario Van Peoples directed that film, too. Oh, yes. You, you can be sure about that. Yeah, and yeah. he had his father in it and everything. And I just remember this interview that he had where he's talking about how ripped his father is. He goes, yeah, my dad. Look at him. He's all ripped and shit. <laughs> yeah, I put him in my movie. It's like wow, Mario. How'd you get? How'd you get the name Mario? Jesus. I right. we're,
0: we're get <laughs>
2: people's. Yeah. Anyway. People's. All right. Um. So that's pretty much circuitry, man. It's it's. If you can get your hands on a copy, I highly recommend it, or we highly recommend it.
0: It's probably one of the best direct, and it was direct to video.
2: It did go theatrical. Went theatrical for it was a very limited release.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's for the most I
2: actually think it went straight to, to cable and then the video I think I saw it uh, I think it came out on Cinemax first I, I, I would believe that yeah it they was because okay. they were doing that uh, when movies when they were trying to go theatrical and it just didn't work out they'd go to like do a cable premiere you know make right. a big deal about it uh, and then it would go to video.
0: Yeah, you'd have that. You'd have that. Uh, I remember watching
2: this at the comic book store, actually. Like uh, the Amar Brando film uh, *Blind Fury*. I think that was a perfect example of that. that no, film, no. They were trying to go theatrical, oh. and they ended up doing oh. just an HBO premiere.
0: Try that. Try again, sir.
2: Not *Blind They're Fury*.
0: Ma- *Blind yeah. Justice*.
2: *Blind Justice*. I'm thinking of the one with Rucker Howard.
0: That's *Blind Fury*. That's *Blind Fury*.
2: <laughs> Don't mix your blind. And you uh, know what? That those all really came out around the same time. Um
0: now between the two of those, Blind Justice, a hundred times better.
2: Oh yeah, hundred times better. Oh poof, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I should. I should, I should revisit it.
0: Oh, I just watched it last week actually. Oh really? Montesanto. Yeah, I threw it on my uh, my uh, boxy setup. Oh nice. I was playing around. I was like, oh, I haven't watched this in a while. I, I I I have to admit when I watch it now, I just fast forward to all my favorite scenes. <laughs> he's talking to the general. He's like, yeah. oh, you got dead man. You made a dead. <laughs> <laughs> the world's full of them, isn't it? What's that? Asshole?
2: You know, it's funny. It's like Armando Santé was doing that before Pacino got an Oscar for it. Yeah, he,
0: he, I mean, you know what? I just Armando Santé. Uh, I so much better as he got older. Oh yeah. I mean, he just he just like fine fucking wine. I yeah. mean, was that what, like oh, what's the, the the part of the end where he's, he's with the Indian? <laughs> he's like he's making me think the graves up. He's crazy. Nah, he's just upset. <laughs> Not me. Not me. I'm crazy.
2: <laughs> uh, I remember owning a laser disc of that film.
0: I, I don't think I ever owned a laser disc, but I mean, yeah, but HBO, it was an HBO movie too. It premiered on HBO. It did premiere on HBO. Oh, speaking of westerns, mm. one of the one of the people in Circuitry Man and I forget who now because I just closed all my windows of yeah. my research is in the uh Django movie that turns. Oh, really? Tarantino was doing when, when I, is that it, being
2: released? That's this year, right? It's in
0: post-production right now, I believe. Production or post-production. And I believe it's... Um, Before what's the his apocalypse? Name? I think Leech is going to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, what did I say? What I say? His name was Christopher. I closed all my windows because we were pretty much done, so I, I, I forgot the name. That's okay. you got to play Leech. He's going to be in it. it. It's a bit part. It's like if you look on IMDb, he's halfway down the list. Oh, that's so he's, cool. He's going to be like one of the... Like, Members of whatever Mexican gang or whatever you or whatever. Oh, I can't wait to see
2: it. Well, I can't oh, wait to see it. Period. I can't wait to see him in it. Let's put. It I'm I'm of.
0: I'm so eager
2: for a new Django film.
0: Django, Django. <laughs> who is Who is in the coffin? His name is Django. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let, let's go ahead and let me give you your, your movie challenge.
0: Now, can I t- can I take a guess?
2: Sure. You're not going to S- guess this, but
0: oh, so it's not Circuitry Man too.
2: It's not circuitry man too. <laughs> All
0: right, give me a hint. Give me. Give me. Okay.
2: Give... Uh, this is connected by. Uh, it is not like director, uh, uh, writer, screenwriter things like that. It's di- it is connected by actor.
0: Uh huh.
2: Okay. It came out the same year as this.
0: As, as it, it's an actor.
2: Yeah. It takes okay. place in a foreign land. In a foreign land, <laughs> it is. I guess what you would call a, it's more of a comedy than a romantic comedy, but it does have an element of a, a romance going on in it. Okay. In a foreign land. Any more Vernon, Vernon Wells is in it. I'll give you that.
0: Hmm, see, I'm not, I'm not. This is
2: another film that's completely out of print, but I have acquired a copy of it. And I am I was, not. I was able to get one.
0: I'm not completely, uh, I've, I've, I'm not cheating. My, I have no IMDb's up or, up or anything. I'm not that familiar with Vernon's uh, h- acting history. So uh, do I get any other hints? Uh, I can give you another
2: actor. Sure. Cheech Marin.
0: Oh, Jesus. Well, that kind of narrows it down, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, another, I'm not and? picking
2: my nose. I'm wiping the, my nose because I'm dying. It's not a Cheech and Chong film. It is not a Cheech and Chong film.
0: Oh, Chong's not in it. Just Cheech. Correct. Wow. Uh, it's not a Spy Kids film, is it? No. Thank God. It came out in
2: 1990.
0: And there was a down then. Cheech wasn't really in a lot of stuff. He was in Green Card. He was in... Uh, it's not um, it, it, It's not uh, the, LA, the L.A. film he did, right? Oh, Born in East L.A.? Born in East L.A.? Nope. No, no. Uh, what else was he in?
2: Um, is it sci-fi? No, it's a comedy. But it could still be sci-fi. Uh, okay, it's not a sci-fi. I, t- sure. I told you what it was. It was a co- it was like a romantic comedy.
0: But it still, it, it could still be sci-fi. I mean, right. it's it, not you know what? I
2: think show. we've done this long enough that if it had any elements uh-uh. of sci-fi, I would have said sci-fi.
0: But I I can't assume
2: that. Have, sir. Has Cheech Marin ever been in, a, in anything but a fucking comedy? He's never been in a sci-fi film.
0: It could still be a sci-fi comedy. I I, I don't see why All you right. think it's
2: not a sci-fi comedy. How's Thank that? You.
0: It's not a sci-fi. You already said it's not sci-fi. I'm fine with that.
2: Wow. Um give give me one
0: more hint. Give me something I come on. Come on. Help me out here. Everything you give me is so vague. It takes place in Australia. Australia? Okay. Which is oh. how Vernon Wells is in it. Chee and Cheech is in a film in Australia? It's yep. not well, I know it's not uh, my favorite Australian film ever, Quickly down under. No, <laughs> it's not that one. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's that's uh Tom's Tom Selleck. Yes it is. Uh with with and the mustache as well. Ah, uh, shit, you're gonna have to give this one to me. I cannot think All of it. Right.
2: It is uh Vernon Wells as the, the love plot. interest to Okay. Give me the um, plot. Um
0: I'm angry that I'm not getting this. Give me the plot.
2: The lead actress, she became famous during daytime uh soap opera. Okay. Um forget her, her name. It's uh, Samantha or something Sam's. Well, anyway, anyway, her boyfriend is Vernon Wells. All right. Cheech Marin, he is in Australia, and she uses him to pretend he's her boyfriend so that then her say, father. I
0: said green card, right?
2: It's not green card. Okay. You're thinking of the Gerard Depardieu. That was Green Card. But,
0: but Cheech Marin was in one of those films, too, where he did... He did I'm thinking... I'm probably thinking of the film, but not the uh, well, name of
2: it. L- listen, nobody's getting married so they can be an a, a citizen. That's not right. what the plot is. Okay, never mind. Alright, go okay, ahead. Okay, good. Anyway, uh, she pretends or she has him pretend to be her boyfriend so that her father approves of her current boyfriend. So it's one of those you don't like my current boyfriend, well, what would you do if I dated Cheech Marin? And it would force her father to say, okay, the other guy's fine. So... If it was, the, was
0: Paul Rodriguez, this could be uh, Whoopi Boys.
2: It's not. So damn what it, ends up happening it, is it, it it turns into more of a romantic comedy and, and, and whatnot.
0: Alright, I'm lost. I right, Okay, lost it's, me.
2: it is out of print. You can't find it anywhere. I do have it, so we can review it.
0: What is it's, it?
2: It's Shrimp on the Barbie. What? It's...
0: Shrimp, Shrimp on, the bar- on the Barbie.
2: Wow, with Cheech it, Marin.
0: This is like the last gasp of his career before, um, before yeah, nineteen ninety. Right, but he had he but he had he had a career like with the East L.A. thing and all that. Up, he had a career post Cheech and Chong, and it right. died out with. I'm vaguely remembering this title. And I think it was like the last thing he did that was like in his career, and then he kind of fell out until the whole Quentin Tarantino-Rodriguez um, duo pulled him back in with Dust Till Dawn and all the right. Spike Kids films. So this was like the, the – this he's like – this was like um, – what do you call
2: it? Uh, um, uh, God damn it. don't know where you're going. John Travolta. This is like John Travolta. Oh, oh it was like a resurgence. I got you. Right. This, this was the first part of his career. And you know what's ironic about that? Quentin Tarantino was involved in both of those movies. Uh, yeah, well,
0: yeah. So, so I mean, and John Travolta, I think, I guess, I would guess the end of his first career was what? Blowout? Maybe? No.
2: No, I would say Look, the end of. No, that kind of brought him back a little bit because that was a big hit. The
0: it, it, it was it was a hit, but it didn't bring him back. He didn't get acting work from that. Maybe it was Look Who's Talking. I oh, mean. Oh no! The last film. No, Two of a Kind. That was the nail in his coffin. What Olivia Newton-John? Yeah, that was the nail in his coffin. That, did that not was
2: 1985, well. though.
0: But, it, but he again, he he
2: fell out a lot. He fell no, out. No, no, no. Uh, it's the movie that he did with his now current wife. Um, what the hell is it called? Holy shit.
0: That, that one with the photography, Yes, right? yes. That was after? Uh, that,
2: yes, that kind? was after. T- yes, that was like in 1986, 87, 88, I think. What was that? Kind was an '85.
0: Autofocus? No, that's the Bob Crane killing. No, no,
2: no. It was focus, um,
0: focus, right? Focus. No,
2: no, 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 no.
0: Focus. Pardon me while I look this up. Yeah. Um, Do that. I'll check that. But I mean, yeah. I mean, and uh, technically, Travolta's career ended there. And then look who's talking. Got him money and recognition, but it didn't get him new jobs. Tarantino, Pulp Fiction. That got him back into a new career. I mean uh, you're doing shitty kids films with Bruce Willis voicing over a baby. That's not revitalizing your career. <laughs> that's just giving you mu- that's just paying your rent. It's still a hit though. But but what I mean, but it didn't benefit his career, you know what I'm saying? No, I I get that. Ch- Ch- sure. Cheech Marin Cheech Marin did stuff between Shrimp on the Barbie and uh, Dust Til Dawn, but Dust Til Dawn really revitalized his career. Or Dust Til Dawn and um Desperado between the two of them. Okay. Did that's you find what I wasn't looking. I was my. I have to use hand gestures when I talk, so I couldn't type at the same time. I see. So you're 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 challenging me to a comedy. You comedy. Know how, you know how I feel about that.
2: Well, yeah. Sorry.
0: I'm I'm, I'm iffy on challenging in comedies. I'll 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 do it, but uh. You have you have to. I know, but still, I, I I just feel that uh, it's too easy to make fun of comedies. Um. Yeah, but this
2: one's pretty bad.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Talking about John Travolta is great when it comes to bad movies. Yeah. I, I'm I'm almost I'm almost there. Two of a Kind was in '83. Yeah, and uh, that was the beginning of the end. Then '85 was perfect. Okay, that's the one. After that's, that, yeah, he did the Experts.
2: That's the one.
0: That was the nail in the coffin.
2: That's the one. That's where he met his wife.
0: And that would have killed him. Career-wise, if Look Who's Talking hadn't kept him above water, mm-hmm. and then after that, he didn't really do anything major after Look Who's Talking, except Look Who's Talking too. Then he did a bunch of little shit. Yeah. Uh, between nineteen eighty, 1980, between nineteen eighty-nine, with the experts and Look Who's Talking, he was really just sl- basically after um staying alive. He's slumming. After yeah. staying alive, after staying alive, he's doing Two of a Kind, which was not well received. Perfect, mm. which which came and went. Uh, the experts, which was not even recognized, no one remembers that film. Then he did all the Look Who's Talking that d- made money, but they—that's not what you'd call good cinema. Correct. And that's taking him into the '90s, and then in the '90s he's doing uh, Boris and Natasha. He's in <laughs> shop and then he, <coughs> and he's doing a third Look Who's Talking sequel because at this point he's kind of giving up, and then Pulp Fiction comes out of nowhere. And the minute Pulp Fiction hits, suddenly he's in White Man's Burden, which eh, but gets Shorty, Broken Arrow, Phenomenon, Michael, Face Off. All of a a sudden, he's just doing nothing but like cool ass
2: action films. Upward, commanding upwards in the range of twenty to thirty million a movie. Yeah, I mean even John Travolta, even the shit he did that didn't get
0: much uh, recognition, like Mad City or uh, She's So Lovely. I mean the little ones like that. He's still he's still in command. He's still doing a movie a year uh, minimum. Actually, after after the "Look Who's Talking" debacle, he's doing two or three movies a year. Yeah, I mean, look at 95. I mean, between ninety five, ninety six, and ninety seven, he's in almost. A, he's in, in between ninety five and ninety seven. You've got uh, after, which is after Pulp Fiction. You've got White Man's Burden, Get Shorty, Broken Arrow, Phenomenon, Michael's She's So Lovely, Face Off, Mad City, and that takes you right into Primary Colors, where he starts doing real acting again, like a, with a civil action.
2: Yes, and, you know, which and, and, I, I loved a civil action. I, and we, General, we, yeah, yeah, we, General's
0: Daughter, that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, I reviewed then, with you a, a civil action back in, like, episode five, I think, six.
0: And then he fucks it up again.
2: Yeah. With? <laughs> what, after a civil action?
0: Yeah, after General's Daughter, really.
2: General's so Daughter. He, he,
0: so in, in 89, he screws up his career. He does, look who's talking. He's a joke. He, the 90s are his fucking... Just he, the world is his oyster, and then just at the end of the 90s, he does Battlefield Earth. Oh, god, which he still, I think, to this which, day
2: wants a sequel for.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, as he pushed the film, he was like he was the driving force behind that, and then suddenly he's, he's appearing on Drew Carey's show as yeah. Vinnie Barbarino. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and all of a sudden, he's doing The Punisher, he's in Swordfish, you know, he's, he's doing Be
2: Cool, which. You know, I guess that was kind of well received. I personally wasn't crazy about it.
0: But again, at that point he's 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 still liked but like he's not getting the big na- big the big roles anymore. He's just doing what he wants to do. Yeah. You know, and I dude, I love them And From Paris would Love. I still haven't seen it. Really? I it's still I haven't fun. seen it. It's fun. He was even good in taking a Pelham 1 2 3 remake, which didn't need to be made. Oh, of it course not. And it wasn't and it didn't break any new ground. It was just, "Oh, let's just modernize this." But he was right. okay. He plays a good bad guy yeah you know uh, alright I'm done we got, we got sidetracked I'm, done. I'm sorry I'm sorry no I, I, I you're not lay, feeling well I gotta lay down yeah, you're <laughs> not, <hold on>. <laughs> I right. gave
2: everybody more than, than I could've
0: <laughs> man
2: uh, trip on right. the barbie eh yeah uh, here's the theme music
0: I already know what I'm challenging next, uh, next episode
2: too oh you do? based on trip on a barbie?
0: Based on that, I already know what I'm making you watch. Actually, you have three choices of what I'm making you watch. and oh, really? all of them Suck. To wow. all, of them are, no, all of them are painful one way or another. But, you, yeah, no, you, yeah, you, you, all all right. it's going to be an Australian uh, connection. It's going to be an Australian connection. No kidding. It's got to okay. be. It's got to right. be. All Australia. Right.
2: Okay. All right. I look forward to it. All right. You're going to have to tell everyone what to do because my voice ain't going to hold up.
0: Everybody... Listen to Scottastic. Welcome to Movie Scottastic. I'm Scott here. Host Joey is on the way out. I'll be taking over from here on in. To listen to all of our shows, you can come to go to moviesucktastic.com. From moviesucktastic.com, you can find everything else you can find us. You can stream us live from Movie Scottastic. You can listen to us there. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on uh, Stitcher. You can find us on Zoom. You can find us on Podcast Pickle, Podcast Pup. If you if you Google Movie Sucktastic, you'll find a shitload of stuff that has to do with us. That's you right. Can go, you can go to smichaelwilson.com and see what Scott's doing these days. I've got a new book coming out. Um, I've got a story coming out, a new book called Uncle John's Flush F- Fiction, Uncle John's Flush Fiction, Ooh. and that'll be up on the shelves in April. Buy it, and one of my short stories is in there. I'm also in the new book... Um, Butcher Knives and Body Counts. It's an anthology of essays on the slasher and bloody violent horror films of the of the 70s and 80s mostly. And I have an article in there on the on the classic Santa Claus killing film Silent Night, Deadly Night. And of course, I have other books too. Go to smichaelwilson.com for all those links. Moviesucktastic.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. We're fucking everywhere, man. And you can find <laughs> us on, you can find our new video, Moviesucktastic podcast video at livestream.com. Slash movie sucktastic Did I leave it out, sir? Oh, you can also call us at the number Joey has to give you because I refuse to memorize it. Oh yeah,
2: it's 908-514-4470. The number again. 908-514-4470.
0: That's right. And remember and remember, I have nothing to say. I have I have no I have no words of wisdom. I really don't. Oh Oh, no, I do have words of wisdom. If you're you're waiting for an elevator, step the fuck back. I don't know what the fuck it is with people these days. They don't understand that the, if you ever, if you ring for an elevator and the door's open and you're standing there and you act surprised that someone wants to get off, you should be punched in the face. (laughs) And I'm going to go further too. I'm tired. When I drive, if I'm driving into a parking lot and you're you're walking across with your child and you pull the child closer to you, I want to thank you for not killing your child. Yeah. I want to say th- every time I drive by some idiot with their little mongoloid child jumping around yeah. in the lot, and I swerve a little or I slow down in your neighborhood because your children are running around because you're too busy to actually monitor your child, and I slow and I actively I want I want to thank you, card, for not making you have to go buy a little coffin that weekend. I want to thank you, goddammit, it, for oh. not killing your child.
2: We're gonna run out of music. You know this, right?
0: step away from the elevator. Thank you, everybody. This is been Movie Sucktastic. Uh My co-host that Can't Talk Anymore is Joey. I am Scott. And we have brought you bad movies because we love them. And just remember, just because you like it doesn't
2: mean it's a good film. Bye-bye. Bye.